Good morning, News from FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Joe Yarborough, the president of the Carpet and Rug Institute. Joe, how you doing? Kemp, I'm doing great. It's awfully nice to speak to you this morning. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. We have some good news to talk about. We want to talk about the growth of carpet this year in 2021, especially on the residential side. I mean, this may be the first year in a while where residential carpet did not decline. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. That is what my information would tell me. Mm-hmm. The CRI is one of those organizations that has a pretty good handle on what's going on because all of the members report in. It's, it's run through an accounting firm, and they strip away the identity and then issue a report. So you get to see that. And what do you think's driving the strength of the residential market right now? Well, Kemp, I would say it's a few things. Number one, you know, obviously we had the situation in 2020 where people were forced to stay at home through the issues around the pandemic. And in the second half of last year, we saw a a resurgence in the demand for the carpet flooring products. Mm -hmm. And we attributed a lot of that to the pent-up demand that folks were, in fact, spending more time in their homes and said, you know, we need to refresh this. And with all the kids running around while they were trying to Zoom call, they realized that a soft floor covering was a nice feature in the environment they were working. And so the good news, to your point about 2021, is that we have seen the continuation of that increase in demand for our products, you know, through this point in this year. And to your point, in the residential side, we're probably at or maybe even slightly above uh, where we were, you know, at the rate in in 2019. Mm -hmm. So to your point, that's a good sign that we are seeing the first year in probably quite a long time where we we didn't see further erosion of the market share. So just to summarize real quick, it's acoustics um, because people are staying home more often. They got an office, they got kids, they need to quieten things down. It's uh, also comfort underfoot and styling, uh, another factor, and also value. I mean, when you start thinking about what it costs to change out a floor, carpet's still the best value, right? There is no question in my mind that carpet is still a wonderful value when it comes to interrupting for installation and the speed with which it can be procured and installed and changed out for the consumer. Yeah. Let me run through some numbers. Uh, these are Santo Torsivia's number with Market Insights. One of the reasons I think that we're seeing an uptick this year is because there, w- there was a drop in 20 versus 19. Matter of fact, looking at his numbers, carpet fell 12.7% in revenue to a annual value of $6.9 billion. It's still the largest single category from a, a dollar sold perspective, and it's got 37% share of the total flooring market. So... Um, Still the biggest category, which is good news. It primarily goes now in bedrooms and the more intimate spaces of the house, right? Well, obviously, there's a focused use of the product, and I would submit that, you know, even back into some family room areas yeah. uh, when it comes to your workspaces adjacent to the family room, and we've probably seen a fair amount of returning to the use of carpet in a place like a family room. Yeah, and home offices, for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's talk about some hurdles that are out there right now. No news to the, our listeners that there have been six price increases in the last 12 months, so inflation is certainly an issue that's out there, and there's some reasons for that. Yeah, it's certainly not just prices going up for the sake of prices going up. If you look at the price of polypropylene, it's up 100%. It's double what it cost last year. And, and latex, 
is up 80%. Both, both of those are petroleum-based products, so they're super expensive. And then also the labor. The mills have had to increase what they're paying to get workers to come and show up for their shift, right? That is correct. And all the headwinds that you just mentioned, whether it's the raw material pricing itself, for many reasons. I mean, there are many drivers underneath underneath that with the supply chain of where the basic raw materials come from with weather events and what have you interrupting, whether it's polymer manufacturing or the ingredients that go into the polymers on the Gulf Coast, the trucking and transportation logistics issues that the supply chain has faced all through last year and continues into this year. And then ultimately, much of that is, is tied to the labor availability and even beyond the skilled labor issues, but some of the entry-level positions. The labor situation is probably as difficult an issue to solve as I have seen in my roughly 50 years of being in the industry. So all those are headwinds that uh, continue to provide difficulty with meeting the, the, the wonderful demand that we are seeing currently and All of those things are impacting the ability to price the products and to produce the products. Mm -hmm. Another little piece of of good news is that the average net sale, the the, the price of the carpet that's selling right now, has gone up. And I'm not just saying because of price increases. The consumers out there buying better in goods because of the styling and color options that you have with those better in goods. Is that right? I think that is a, a true statement for a, a large part of the, the marketplace today. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think a factor is with some of these moratoriums on evictions, the apartments haven't been turning, and that's more on the low end. I think that's a factor in the average net sale. So one other thing I'd like to talk to you about, Joe, is just got this press release last week about CARE, you know, carpet recycling is what we're talking about here. They've just had a pretty nice little milestone. Their recycling rate has gone up, hasn't it? Yes, it has. We were very encouraged, particularly in 2020, you know, with the issues we had for the, at least the first half of last year, that we saw very significant improvement in the rate of recycling. Mm-hmm. Some of that is impacted by the denominator, the denominator yeah. being, you know, sales. Right. And of course, the the sales in California, we have unfortunately seen those sales decline over time yeah. at a much greater rate than the rest of the nation. And unfortunately, it's believed that the elasticity of the pricing is having an impact on the ability to sell the product when the consumers have so many alternatives to the carpet in California. But the recycling did hold up, and but for some other headwinds there, that number could have been even larger than the number that's been reported. Got a question for you. When is Cal Recycle going to start looking at other flooring types that are also going to be potentially an issue as they come out at the end of their life? Well, you never know when yeah. that other shoe might drop, yeah. but at the end of the day, they obviously recognize that that isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. But quite frankly, one flooring sector is probably enough to have the challenges that the current structure of a, of a recycling program in California presents to our sales there. I think another factor in this increase in recycling rate is the state has increased the number of drop-off points. So it's a lot easier to get the used carpet to where it can be recycled, I believe. Yes, one of the things that CARE is responsible for doing is providing what they call convenient collection for all the citizens in California. And the number of private sites versus those that are contract sites has grown rapidly over the last couple of years, 
and CARE continues to work with population centers and other collection centers around the state of California to encourage the clean collection of discarded carpet. Mm -hmm. All right, Joe. Well, I appreciate you spending time with our listeners and catching us up with what's been going on in the carpet industry. Again, have been talking to Joe Yarborough, the president of the Carpet and Rug Institute, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.